Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to episode number 93 of The Scope, your source for FPS news throughout the week, discussion, and all-out discussion. Um, I am one of your hosts, Crash. I am joined by two of my very best friends in the gaming community. Buffer Gaming and Blue the Robot. What's up, boys? What's up? Hello. That was going? almost a professional intro. It was close. That was pretty good. I, lo- I couldn't think good. of another oh, word. So you put a B in it. I Call me your best friend. Uh, <laughs> okay, so <laughs> tattoos or bracelets? Like, <laughs> Do we get oh, tattoos or bracelets? Mm. Maybe start with bracelets. Necklaces, necklaces, necklaces. All right, necklaces. That'll pro- that'll probably work. That'll probably work. What if I already got a tattoo? Is that or all septum <laughs> piercings? <laughs> Wait, septum piercings right on our nose. Piercings that lock together. I don't even know how that would work. I'm freaking oh, out now. Anyways, I'm, I'm freaked out. It's getting weird. It got weird. Big surprise. Anyway, guys, we have like a really big show today. There's not a ton of huge stuff, but like there's a lot of little stuff. So we'll definitely have a ton of stuff to get through, a ton of stuff to talk about today, get you guys informed and up to date on everything going on in FPS that we saw throughout the week. We had some quick shots at the end. Um, Call of Duty event, Far Cry 7 leaks sound kind of wild. Um, Tarkov Arena reaction is probably going to be the big topic of the day. A little bit of Star Citizen from Blue, and then uh, yeah, some littler news stories in the day. So we got lots of stuff to talk about. Really quickly, thank you guys for being here. Keep the chat going on the screen so people can watch it back later. See that. Also, tons of people have been downloading it. Thank you guys if you're listening to this right now on the on the podcast platforms. Drop a review if you want. If I think it helps, I don't even know how podcasting works. I didn't start this to be a podcast, but it kind of is now. Thank you guys so much for listening. There's been a ton of you um, honored that you would download and listen to us as you go out and do your stuff throughout your day, doing life and things like that. We're glad to be with you. So what's everybody playing? What what are we doing? Blue, what are you, what are you playing? Let's see. Uh, lately, a lot of st- going back to Stalker Anomaly, actually. Ooh, nice. Yeah, recently uh, modded it watching, to hell. Man. Dude, it's like over i mean it's a mod pack but it's still like over 300 mods just within that mod pack and then going in and fixing stuff i've had it where like i didn't touch it and then it just crashed every time i opened it up so it's had its issues but now i got it like on point it looks so pretty it's escape the mod pack is called escape from pripyat so it's like escape from tarkov yeah yeah all the the guns you gotta stream it i'd love to watch i do i do i've been streaming it the last like i stream every monday wednesday friday at 10 uh and i've been streaming i've been doing playing that lately and i've crashed and showed up a few times here and there i watched it this morning Um, for a while i had it on my monitor while i was working is that it was it's a pretty game it looks cool it's old as shit and you make it look really good like yeah it's 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 based off like the 2007 i believe game like off of that engine so they took it and just modded it to hell and then on top of that it's a mod within a mod or like on top of more mods it's a lot so and then reshade there but to me it's 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 the uh i'm again same thing with buff like just like a huge weapon there it's like all the weapons that are in there are just like all the like as fouls um all the like what was it like i just seen like a scar h but like with like a 11 inch barrel and stuff like that just like little you know more tactical i wonder if my computer will run that i'd love to if I'd my comp- i have a 2070 that. super i don't know what you got 
Uh, I'd have to look again. It's uh, I got yeah. this back in 2019, so it's uh, maybe. I mean, I yeah, you could probably run it. I would definitely. There's there's multiple ways, but like, uh, I followed YouTube tutorials like nice. to the T. But I've been been loving that, and it just makes me wish um, I could cover, um, like single player Tarkov, but we can't we can't because we'll get copyrighted. So yeah, that's so weird. Um. Yeah. yeah, that's wild. No, I watched you play it. It's really cool. I really enjoyed watching it. And Buff, you need to get your computer. Get it. You need to build a beefy computer. Get the PlayStation. Get you, it out. You think it needs to I be would, as buff as you. Right? Dude, you think I went to school for IT. You think I would know how to make my own, like, build a, a PC. But it's Wait, really? Like, I didn't even know that. It's a different animal for, um, like, building gaming PCs. Just, like, just a it completely is. different it is. animal. Yeah. yeah. I'll come you can't over. be like IT guy at an office and then No, exactly. This is, is different. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, we'll, we'll all get together. We'll get we'll a couple have a beers. Yay. And then we'll a land party. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we'll have a sleepover and build Buff a PC. It'll be great. We'll stream it. Love It'll it. be wild. Subathon. I don't know. I'm just throwing out like buzzwords for streamers. Hey, um, you, dude, put, bring a put a hot, put an inflatable hot tub and I'm there. Let's do it. Yeah, I think uh, that would actually be really good content, building a PC over a hot tub, because you could drop it at any time, so people are going to be watching for the epic fail. <laughs> and then, like, we'll if it's, like, on die. Twitch, yeah. and it's, like, they got, it's, like, little things that just, I, I don't know. Uh, be just... It would be perfect. I think it would work. And if it wouldn't work there, it'd definitely work on Kick. Dude. Oh, yeah, 100%. I streamed yeah. on, I've been streaming Watch on Kick. almost die. I've been streaming on Kick a little bit, and it's terrible. Um dude can i just say real quick too about kick i saw i was watching a, a usc fight i forgot who it was um but the fact that i saw on the mat kick.com oh really like very yeah. interesting yeah, wow. nice. yeah so they're, they're moving up but it makes sense because again they're uh the the guys that run kick are also like friends like buddy buddy with um the, uh my dana Donald white and, and the dana white Jesus. i was gonna say I was going to say Dennis Carvey. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, wrong, they also just signed Nick Merckx last week, too. So, I mean, they're signing. That too. Them. Yeah. Like but then people. they also have, but then they have, like, um, Prime as well, too, as, like, their official sponsored drink as well, too. So, it's, like, that whole, like, community just somehow worked its way into UFC fights. And it's also crypto backed up as well, too. So, that's where, I think, where the kick comes in from, so. Because they have money, so that's yeah. how they, you can work got, in anywhere yeah, if you have money. They got money. money. They got money. But I was streaming over there because, uh, so as you guys probably heard, Twitch lifted the multi-stream TOS ban, so you can multi-stream uh -huh. wherever. And uh, dude, all that came. There was a few people that came by, but almost only people that came by my kick stream were just bots looking for <laughs> overlays and stuff. There were a ton of really? bots. They weren't. They weren't like the cool Russian sex bots we used to get over here on the show uh, back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! I haven't seen those in a while. I actually, know. now you brought that up, yeah. I wanted I used to them. ban that like at least ten times every like hour. Dude. Yeah, I wanted Google to get rid of them, but now that they're gone, I kind of miss them. I don't know. It's maybe nostalgia <laughs> looking back at the sex bots, but I, I almost mean, thought I was loved. I know it made me kind of like I like the attention, kind of. I guess. <laughs> so, now nah, kick was rough. Uh, Buff, what have you been playing? You still uh, DMZ, even though it's dead. Sorry, I didn't mean to say that out loud. <laughs> Yeah, I, actually, I mean, I, I've as I said in the the uh, our little roundtable intro. Yeah, I've been doing like a lot of lockdown quads for the XP, which is cool. And then yeah, DMZ. I mean, DMZ because of the Halloween event, which we'll get into a little bit later. But yeah, like because it's night, it's actually really really cool. I did like a a little um, montage video of some of our night raids that we had 
uh, over the past couple of days. Just it's it's actually a lot of fun. So I'm, I'm definitely really really enjoying. Definitely brings new life to DMZ, and the PvP is just nuts too. It's awesome. Yeah, it's good. Um, I've nice. been. I know I'm gonna freak you guys out, but I've been playing Search and Destroy in Rainbow Six. Crazy. You didn't expect that from me. No, nah, that's wild, dude. Nah, I, I thought you were gonna play like you know Animal Crossing or something like that, like, hey, like you normally would. Yeah, yeah, I usually am grinding the Animal Crossing. There is an event in Siege, though, a Halloween event. It's the same one they've had for like five years, and they just bring it back every year. But it still technically counts as an event. So an there event. you go. Yeah, not like the Battlefield 2042 event. Which, before we get into the plan tops of the day, did you see my tweet about the Google Trends for Battlefield 2042? Uh, Silk, it's weird, man. Silk also did a did a video about it. It was in his video. Talking about the player numbers are still like 107,000 concurrent players on Steam a day for Battlefield 2042. But if you look on Google Trends, which shows like search volume and stuff on YouTube, absolutely like nothing. Like no blip or anything on Google Trends. It's so weird. Um, you would definitely expect to see that on Google Trends. So I'm confused. Confused by it. What's going on? There's some weird stuff going weird. on. Also, the Twitch numbers, weird. the Twitch numbers aren't really up that much either. Usually, when a I game... think people are gonna real quick just about that because I think people because I wasn't there um, last weekend or last week. It was the whole point of just like all the numbers got pushed up, and then, yeah, some players stayed, and then I think they're gonna realize, oh wait a minute, it's still lacking content. I think, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I would think so. I thought they would have by now, but I don't know. I thought, I mean, I watched, I was watching some gameplay. I wasn't like searching it, to be fair. I never, I never didn't search anything, but I had recommendations come up for <clears throat> different videos of like just gameplay and things um, that I watched. I mean, it looks cool, especially, I didn't even know they added the G28 also as a new weapon, which I was watching some gameplay with that. It looked, it looked, looked awesome actually, but yeah. So I wonder if, I wonder if people are just playing it as far as videos, watching what's recommended versus like searching because. I don't know. Like, what else? What are you gonna? I don't know what else you would. What you would really search? As right far now, as like, the, yeah, right now, just your net, your normal gameplay tips, right. maybe. Because a lot of people that I think are are coming back to play, like probably are a lot of our players that tried it originally. So they kind of like probably keeping up with it and know, okay, new season. People are saying this and this. Let me jump in and try it for myself. Yeah, I would just kind of figure right. that new players and stuff would be searching for guns and metas and like best stuff to use you would think yeah i don't know maybe i'm maybe i'm too conspiracy theorist thing <laughs> that's a verb now maybe. i just made it a verb um i guess let's get into the stuff you want to get into the stuff oh the if stuff. anyone was wondering Friday. the reason the show was early last week was because of my work trip and it was awful so thanks for asking it was bad <laughs> 40, 40 hours of uh, federal employee soft skill training. Um, yeah. Ooh. I live, nice. though. I'm here to tell the story. The first dude, thing. I am. Dude, man, if you're going to throw out exciting things like that and make us all jealous, like bring, you know, bring us along next time. Good God. Who should share with the rest of us? Yeah. Yeah. We oh, could learn not. about de-escalating <laughs> conflicts and uh, yeah, how to be oh, inclusive Lord. and listen to everybody's <laughs> ideas and effective communication and how to treat everybody with respect it was you had to go off-site for that stuff we do <laughs> we have like we have like our training 
we have like our training portal at, at our work that we do and we got to watch like the videos and take it oh um, yeah we do that too but this was uh uh once a year our annual training and okay. it, we're in a field office so this was our district main like office so we're talking okay. super gotcha, far offsite, gotcha. but yeah it was fun gotcha here we go the first thing I have on the list, Buff is up to tell us about the Call of Duty event. And then I have a few questions, I do believe, about Absolutely. this whole thing. So what's, what's going on in the game? So they obviously added like Zombies Royale for Almazra. Um, and then they just recently, I think over the weekend, added Vondel, now called Von Dead, which is again, Zombie Royale, which apparently <laughs> everyone's saying is a lot of fun. I haven't tried it personally, but everyone's like, this is like bringing new life to, to Warzone, the Von Dead mode. Um, and I've been playing Lockdown Quads on, on Von Dead and stuff. And, and that I do, I mean, the night maps, it looks really cool. It's definitely a lot of fun. Adds a new mix to it. But um, for DMZ, they added all the these Halloween bosses. So they have like different bosses, Halloween haunted bosses around the map. They have like a haunted train. They have uh, like the Pharaoh, the Butcher in different locations on the map that show up. Um, the UFO, um, and and if you can do what you need to do to activate the boss and then kill the boss, you get a, like a bunch of loot and rewards for you know cash, vest, mm. things that you can sell. Um, so it's pretty cool. But I mean, day one we jumped in and we were pushing like the Pharaoh, for example, and even the UFO, and it's really fun. But we haven't beat any boss yet because like it notifies when a boss is being kind of like engaged. And then everyone in the area typically was like flooding there on the first two days. So we died trying to fight the Pharaoh like multiple times. It's, uh, <laughs> but it's definitely fun. And I think that's what makes it fun is like people will try and go for bosses and there's a lot of players in the area player hunting because of that. So the PvP is just nuts. So we've had a lot of good PvP because there's just so much going, around, going on around the map. So it, it's really cool. And you can pick up nods on the map now and, and use those which is fun. It definitely just adds like a whole nother layer to the PVP element, but also the PVE element with the different bosses in the nighttime mode. It's, it's really fun. I saw the, some of the gameplay and the map looked really cool. Like the lighting was pretty sick. Yeah, it, it looks beautiful. It's, it's, it's like a perfect balance of dark. And then you have like the different buildings and gas stations are well lit, but then there's areas like if, if you, if you do have nods, and you have the right optic that you can look through your optic instead of cant it. Um, it it's a lot of fun. I, I think it definitely gives you a good advantage to have nods and not can't weapon. Do you think this is kind of like, did it feel like a precursor or like a demo for maybe the new zombies mode? Like having the, like the bosses, the AI bosses on the map, do you think it felt like that's going to feel from what you know? Mm. It's hard to say just because in DMZ is the only place where the bosses are and there really isn't zombies roaming around. You get like undead soldiers and zombies around the bosses themselves that you got to fight. Um, and so in that, that part of it, yes. Um, but again, when, when you're fighting those, you get pushed by players. So it may, but we, we, we did have a lot of good, good encounters with like the zombies and stuff and the AI, like they, they were, they were no joke and the boss themselves were definitely very difficult like downing you depending on which one you're going at so i think i can definitely see it based on the zombie gameplay that we've seen from modern warfare 3 it does seem like when you're around the bosses fighting the boss and 
and the uh, the zombies with the boss. It definitely kind of feels a little bit like that, I guess. But um, obviously, you need to take out the PvP element when you go to Modern Warfare. There's lots of skins too, which is what I'm excited about. For what the zombies or just Halloween skins that I can purchase oh. with actual money and enhance my gameplay experience by spending lots of money on skins and then buying more <laughs> skins and showing them off to all my friends and then getting sick TikToks and gameplay clips of me inspecting my weapons and putting them on TikTok for short form content that I also love with skins. That's the best, dude. That's the best, man. The best. You should buy the uh, the pu big pumpkin head bundle. Honestly, and I'll, and that's the one thing I don't. Like I, like I talked about in the opening, like I'm grinding for that Shadow Company skin, the final level, which I, I like. I would just pay money. I'll pay you fifty dollars just to give me that damn skin over the goofy Halloween. Yeah, they went all out with these these, these, these Halloween videos, skins, man. Just so much garbage that it's like I look at the store every day, and I, I was thinking about making like a short, just like of me scrolling through the store and just be like. Every time, every day, I look at the store. Dumb, 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 dumb. At the bottom, cool. Nothing to buy. Awesome. Like it's just there's never anything. Move good on, yep. yeah. It's just all stupid every day. Man, <laughs> out of all that stuff you said, you know what Activision heard? I'd pay fifty dollars for that skin. Buff, you're part of the problem. They're yeah, but they don't give us. The, they don't give me the good skin. Uh, they just throw out <laughs> stupid skin. If you say like, fifty bucks, they, if you say fifty I'll bucks, pay, they I'll will. Pay, I will. I will gladly pay fifty dollars for that shadow company skin. <laughs> no, over having to play fucking thirty-five hours to get the max rank. Don't but say. Do you want to be Skeletor? You know, or the guys from Diablo, or no, you know, absolutely, absolutely not. <laughs> I do not. I can strain seeing a Diablo character running around with a fucking assault rifle. It's so weird seeing those crossovers too. Like, I, you know, it is what, and I'm fine with it. I don't care. But that's a my my one gripe with Modern Warfare Two is like, if you're gonna have all those skins all out every season, give us just throw us a bone. Give me one. One milsim skin every. I mean, that's my grab every, every six Call of Duty. Months, please, like, and, it, and, and it always happens at the end of the life near the end of Call of Duty. They just go crazy well, with the skins because yeah. it wasn't like that when Modern Warfare Two first came out. Well, and that's the thing is like when Modern Warfare Twenty Nineteen, I thought it was really well balanced because like I think it was season three they started the milsims and you'd have like three to six different milsims every season after that that were legit. Hey, we took. JTF2 Special Forces and put that model in the game with all the gear. We took, um, you know, whatever ones they had, like Vulcan Special Forces. They took a bunch of real-world Tier 1 Special Forces and put that in the game. And then with Modern Warfare 2, there really was no Milsim. There were some more grounded skins, but there was no Milsim. Well, but it's getting earlier and earlier every year. So if you look at the Modern Warfare 3 trailer, there were a lot of crazy skins in that oh, one already. Yeah, yeah. Well, there was crazy skins, but I also thought there was a really good balance of grounded, more realistic skins too. And that's that's all I care about. Is like if they're gonna if they're gonna go crazy to one end of the spectrum of the craziness, you know. It, at least let's do like an 80-20 mix that I'm good with. And it seemed like, and then, you know, that multiplayer trailer, like the more grounded Milsim realistic skins, I saw a lot of those. So I was actually pretty happy with that. I know a lot of people were were like on Twitter, just like, oh, the Milsimers are going to be so bad. And I was just, I think the majority of my community was like, oh, this, these, these good skins look awesome. Like I won't be buying, you know, some of the other goofy ones, but like there's a lot of really good grounded skins here for sure. I just thought it was odd how it seemed 
most of the trailers in the past were all about like making yeah. Call of Duty look like a milsim, and then mm. they get the crazy ones later. But this one actually had some crazy ones like right off the rip. Like it I did, thought it was yeah. like a yeah. very skin centric yeah. trailer for the launch mm. trailer. Which Maybe that means they're gonna do reverse this time and just throw the crazy stuff out front and then come in. Yeah, with the milsim stuff, right? That's sure. gotta be yeah. what it is. That's mm. definitely what it is, guys. That sounds reasonable. That yeah, doesn't sound like, like the opposite. Definitely yeah. something Activision would do for sure. Uh, is the Call of Duty community like really just kind of chilling until the next game? I feel like that's what it feels like. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely enjoying. I'm enjoying DMZ, but yeah, there's really. I mean, we only got a. It's like a little over a week till we get the campaign. So, are they doing really the early campaign much. again? So, yeah, I think it's next Thursday. Uh, oh shit. The fourth, I want to say it is campaign, uh, right? Not just second, raid missions, right? No, it, it's the full campaign doing the, the the early release. It's Thursday or Friday, yeah. It's it's a full week early. Okay. So I think it's I think All it's right. Thursday. Interesting. All right then. So that'll that'll keep us busy, right? And then, I I like that when they did that last year too, because it was like. You do the campaign on a live stream, and then you can look at all you know. Here's all the weapons, and then you can also. At least the first half of Modern Warfare 2's campaign was like really good. You had some missions. They always have missions based on like real world stuff that has happened. Events, yeah, yeah. And so like it was really cool playing through some of those in in Modern Warfare 2019 and also Modern Warfare 2. Like they had the uh, Operation Red Red Wing type mission in there and some other ones. So like I'm excited to like do. You can do like you know videos per mission is pretty cool when they have those ones. Nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We can salivate a little bit over that. Yeah, no, I, I think that's cool because it it gives people like a chance for the campaign to kind of take center stage. We talked about it last year, like all the work that they do. I feel like if it launches all at once, there's a vast majority of people uh, that just hop into multiplayer and don't ever touch the campaign. So it's good that they do all that work to it, and it allows it to be to be shown. I think other games could do that too. I think if Battlefield. Well, Battlefield might be doing a separate campaign game, but if they do that, it'd be cool to do the campaign first while people are really hyped. I want to see Bad Company again. Bad Company 3, do it now. <laughs> the campaigns for Bad Company were were hilarious. I remember how funny those were. Those are really good. Good, good comedy in there. So that, mm-hmm. They need to get back to like that. The bad comp- If they're going like campaign-wise, they need to get back to like Bad Company... Two slash Battlefield Three campaign, but they, but a good mix are, between those. Two those are two like very opposite ends of the spectrum. So they got to kind of pick. Yeah, like how do you make the mix or which way they're going to go? But yeah, we'll For see. Sure. Definitely need some. You get some, some veterans on the team. You'll you'll be able to make some pretty good jokes. Now I don't know if they'd yeah. hit with all the rest of the community, but you know. <laughs> yeah right. I'll be I'll be laughing. It would be cool <laughs> to see. Uh, it would be cool to see like in the next Battlefield, like the the bad company crew come back even if it's not bad company related like you just have like a mention and you see them in the campaign or something that'd be pretty fun dude it'd be hilarious if the battlefield like three team the marine like squad or like the marines met up with the bad company two guys right and they're just like <laughs> fumbling around doing dumb crap like they would in bad oh, company two. That'd be man sweet. that'd be hilarious i'd that'd, like it that'd be perfect um but yeah also, the- in case anybody is wondering i i am drinking my own urine right you're one of those so people. Everyone, it's, everyone hydrate. Everyone it's hydrate. Sterile yeah. and I like the taste, guys. So, are we hydrating? The color of it doesn't, it doesn't look hydrated. <laughs> <laughs> we hydrating? 
Yeah, yeah bourbon. Yeah, yeah that's, that's water. That's clearly There's water, water in bourbon. Yeah, there is there is indeed a level of, of water in bourbon. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, wait, wait if if we're made up of like seventy five percent water, are we just always hydrated all the time then? Until you're dead, yeah. Until you don't drink for three days and die, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Until yeah. you're dead for those three days you're hydrated. <laughs> this is a science podcast. <laughs> right. Um uh we might shoot with the ten dollar super chat. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much, man. That's that's incredibly kind. Um, with the Call of Duty event, it looks cool. I need to check it out because I, basically I just kind of want to run around on the night map and then I'll, I'll leave. But Night map is probably the best part of it. Because yeah. um, it, it just looks neat. And I've always been like a sucker for night maps. I think they look cool. I really like the Battlefield NVGs 1 ones. point shooting. Beep, 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 beep. Mm-hmm. I loved uh, Neville Knights and... Oh, shit. Can't think of the other Battlefield 1 one. Along with all the trenches and stuff, it looked cool. Uh, Neville Knights might have been that one. And then there was like... Freeze day to her or something, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The other night one, <laughs> those look cool, man. And Battlefield Four game. did. Um, I don't, you know, the, the Call of Duty, but, yeah, Zavad uh, Night Map. I, lo- I love how the Call of Duty chat turned into a, a Call of Duty Battlefield. Yeah, but yeah, they did Zavad Three Eleven or whatever there <laughs> for night, which was cool. That was a community project fun. Yeah, I love night maps, man. That's that's one thing I was talking. I was uh, talking about with some community members the other day. Is like we had, you know, when we talk about Call of Duty, we had one night map for multiplayer only and now we're getting the night dmz and amazo stuff but uh i don't know for 2019 they had that realism mode which i was in love with it had a good mix of night maps it just made it it made it really fun hopefully we see that come back yep nice are you guys ready to talk about far cry Ooh, i'm ready far for this cry. topic man this one this caught I'm me interested. by surprise today and i'm kind of i'm yeah, kind of i'm kind of hearing about it as we go um so yeah, we'll work through this together um, and uh, take hands. this in. Because um, coming to us via Tom Henderson, shout out, early uh, early guest on the program, long time ago, uh, from Insider Gaming reports that Far Cry's multiplayer game is based on an extraction-based shooter. Big surprise, another extraction shooter. Um, <laughs> so I'll just give the rundown really quick and then uh, Buff and Blue can react to it because it, it's pretty cool. Um, as reported in January 23, Ubisoft is working on two individual Far Cry projects. They split off into two, headed by Ubisoft Montreal. While both games were under the same banner several years ago under the code name Talisker, management changes in the game scope changed direction. The result was two Far Cry projects. Far Cry 7, which is Ubisoft's next mainline title and is internally known as Project Blackbird, while its multiplayer game is called Project Maverick. Both games are now completely separate entities, with Maverick morphing into a Far Cry extraction-based multiplayer experience. Um, it's understood that Far Cry multiplayer project has changed scope several times over its several year development cycle with Ubisoft now set on a game being an extraction based shooter set in a fictional Alaskan setting named Alashnika. The game's lore revolves around the player being lured into the region <laughs> with a promise of freedom only to discover a land of chaos with trust between the people living uh, between people being virtually non-existent. They kind of mailed it in on the title there. They're on the name yeah, of the that, place. That really made me laugh. Alashnika. <laughs> like, wow, that's pretty good. <laughs> Couldn't change it. Like, just a, little bit, a little bit more. That's, that's good. I like it. Yeah. Um, in true Far Cry fashion, players will need to search the environment for resources in order to survive. Resources including killing animals for leather to make gear, finding chemicals to make gadgets, harvesting plants for medical supplies, and finding weapon parts and bullet casings for weapons and ammo. The game features a hideout, which is your base of operations and your safe place to stash gathered weapons, gear, gadgets, and more. It's understood that this new Far Cry game is not only a solo experience, 
but it can be a team-based experience with teammates sharing the same hideout and loot. As expected, mm-hmm. that's that's weird. Um, yeah, as expected with an extraction-based shooter, the game loop is focused on gathering gear, leveling up, and purchasing perks. All those sources were unable to dive deep into what perks entail. It was said that they're directly tied to the leveling system to level up. Players will need to complete in-game contracts so they can purchase perks. Uh, it's a high-risk, high-reward game with permadeath enabled, meaning if the player dies, they lose everything, including gear, perks, and levels. The only thing that the player gets to keep is the item stored in the hideout. I guess that's Tarkov. That's not permadeath. Come on, Tom. No, but that's uh, ac- yeah. it's actually very similar to uh, when I read that article. I I, th- I immediately thought of Hunt Showdown. Like mm-hmm. when you lose your uh, character, all the you know trait cards that you got are gone, and the only thing that's left is what's in your stash. No, there's already a I, game that kind of does that. I don't think I, I don't think that's what permadeath. To me, permadeath means like you're starting clear over. Starting all over, yeah. That yeah, no, permadeath means like, oh, you lose that character, all the stuff in the hideout, you start from yeah. scratch. That's yeah. what I thought. So that's right, more right. that's just standard like extraction deaths. Yeah. I went I went through an absolute roller coaster of emotions when I read that sentence. It's like unless it's like you choose, is... unless unless you have to like make a different I mean, I I guess technically you're making a different character probably every time. Do you have to like if you died, you have to like redo the character customization screen every time, you know, yeah, like no that'd, be, that'd, that'd be, be kind of annoying. It will be pissed. A release God, date is cr- currently April 2025. Oh, wow. that is very which far is, out. Which is that before is far, far Cry 7. So Far Cry 7 is going to be after that. Holy shit. Um, the game plan to go an album for the first half of 2024, so we might hear about it sooner, but dang, man, I'm kind of... If they're talking about an alpha and like starting to tease it like more than a year out, I get tired of that shit. Well, was this leaked information? Or... Yeah. yeah, yeah. They weren't ready to talk about it yet. No, well, it's out there in the wild now. So, yeah. So, uh, what um, do you guys think of that? I like Far Cry games. I haven't really played since Far Cry Five, though. So, it's been a while. Um, this is the last game. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I love extraction shooters. I think that's the way to go. Um, I'm interested in how that hideout with like co-op players works. Um, like, I'm guessing like if you do end up going co-op, do you all you guys all you guys are just like running around in the same hideout, like sharing gear, stuff like that. And if that's the case, whose hideout is it? Is it like you can you choose whose friend's hideout you go into? Do you just like share resources together? I don't know how that works out. So. I don't know. We'll see. And then you can, of course, do the solo experience. I'm curious if it's also going to be like, I would assume Alaska. So I'm thinking snow, mountains, hills, you know, is uh, cold weather going to be a factor as well, too? Because I know Far Cry kind of moves into that route sometimes. So interesting. Yeah, I think a lot to talk about. A lot to talk about. I think, I mean, again, it's so early. Like, whatever's said in this article could just completely change or not you know you, there's no way to know what it's going to be like it could get canceled by the time it happens that's <laughs> yeah, it's true. Next year just, too. just true. like that um ghost recon uh battle uh, royale dead so front line was it I yeah think, right? yeah yeah, yeah. Which, which which honestly i was you know take take we talked about that then you know, take take the ghost recon title out of it make it an extraction student out of battle royale i would i would be all for it so like this this is definitely appealing to me i think I you'll think like hardland yeah, that 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 that's true. Like, I really do like the I, I like extraction shooters more than battle royales, just because I think there's more stakes to them. 
know, battle royales, yeah. it's just, okay, I'm dead. Let me replay. There's really, you're not, there's no risk reward for the most part. That's why I love extraction shooters. Like I've never been so on edge and like heart pounding playing Tarkov than anything else. You know, when you're in a gunfight, just like, holy crap, like my, my heart, I might have a heart attack right now. Um, so I, that's why I love extraction shooters. So yeah, I, I definitely, I like Far Cry games. Like the last, same with you, Blue. I think the last one I played was Far Cry four or five when you're against wait that, which one um, was the one when like it was like the cult like the religious five. Cult? i think that would yeah okay that's, that's the five? one I, that's the one i five played. The last, yeah okay that's the last that one, was the last I, one played I played too. yeah yeah same so i mean i liked yeah. it i tried to go back and play it recently too and it's just like it's a little bit too dated on the playstation the controls, yeah. the controls feel wonky unfortunately but um yeah i would love to to have a i mean, I'd, I'd love to see what it looks like hopefully by that time, you know, it, it, they add a lot of weapons. It's fluid, good gameplay mechanics, things like that. Being able to <clears throat> play with buddies be cool. I think, like, if I there is... To, like, paraglide onto some characters. Right? If, there's, <laughs> if there is, like, a shared hideout, I think that, like, it, I think that'd be pretty cool if you could kind of, like, hey, we're all going to use it. It's like a community hideout where we all, oh, you need this? Yeah, just take this. I brought it in yesterday. You know what I mean? So I Imagine think that, that like communication cool. gearing up with your guys and stuff like that. You know? Yeah, like, it adds it, it could if it's implemented correctly, it could add another layer to to the gameplay, which I think you know you don't want to just copy and paste the extraction shooter formula. I feel like you wanna add something that makes it semi unique for your own product. Um so that could be theirs. Be cool. Um I have a couple things, couple they're more um observations um i this could be the infancy the very beginning of games starting to split out campaigns and multiplayers battlefield is rumored to potentially be doing that to have their campaign be a standalone story game and then multiplayer uh halo kind of did that with like free to play multiplayer and then you pay for the campaign this could be a mm -hmm. way for games to earn studios and i'm kind of starting to see this to kind of make up for inflation without increasing the price of a game just split it into two games um so this so i could see them doing that with this but i one day i could see that with cod maybe and we'll see what microsoft does with it where you can buy the multiplayer or you can buy the campaign and they'll be probably more expensive um <laughs> in the in the long run than buying both of them together um as far as the gameplay is concerned <clears throat> i'm still I'm still cautious on the end games of extraction-based shooters. I'm also a little bit curious how this will work, and this makes me a little bit skeptical of them doing two extraction shooters. They essentially turned um, Heartland into an extraction shooter with Division. We know that 100% to be true because we played it. And having another extraction shooter, kind of, it'd be like a similar gameplay loop, in my opinion. Maybe not as much with their survival, and it'd be just like well, a different setting. you also setting. Got, like, different game play types as well, too, where, like, Division Heartland still had a bit of a sponginess to the fights. And it's um, third person, right? right? It was and it's third person, person too, yeah. exactly. So where Far Cry is first person only. Yeah. I would assume vehicles as well, too, would be a factor. As well, too, some more. I would hope more like an open world environment like Far Cry mm -hmm. normally is. So, you know, and, you could, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to insert here, but then I can go all the way around the map and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. We'll see, though. I guess. So you think it'll be different enough to make sense to have two extraction shooters? I think so. Yeah. I just wonder the and and Rain brings up a good point. If they do do that like separate games, and I was thinking about that too. 
how much would this distraction game be compared to Far Cry 7? Is it still going to be $69.99, $59.99? Because then that's where you start getting running into the issue. Because, like, yeah, I feel for inflation and I feel for the devs, like, of especially it's a lot of work to work on a game that has both a good single player campaign that is, you know, immersive enough and has a lot of time and content and running multiplayer on, you know, FPS servers and stuff like that. So, um, we'll see if I could, if, if I feel like they could lower the price and still make up for that profit margin. But, um, that's cause I, I do, I do see that pattern as well too like you said with battlefield halo kind of technically already did it like you said um yeah i could see that being a thing in the future it's yeah, creeping it, me out i and i was just thinking when you're saying that i was like dmz you know being free to play and then look at the support and kind of the bad this isn't that thing, we're made yeah. there it's like if if i'm paying this goes back to our battlefield premium discussion almost ties in like if, if you're paying 60 whatever for a specific extraction shooter experience like you are with tarkov like you know that that then you should be locked into support for x amount of time like you know i i dropped 100 or whatever exactly. it is on, on the on the dark edition for tarkov that thing's gonna be a project you know in 10 years i can go back and play that and they'll still be making updates you know what i mean so exactly I, the servers will be shut down if you go right. back and play it yeah personally i would i would be oh if it's if it's if the dev team's invested in it and it's not just hey let's make a free-to-play offshoot thing i i and leave a skeleton crew for right. the, you know yeah i i'd be for okay the janitor with, crew i'd be okay with paying it and i think that holds them to a different standard too okay people are paying the money for this so we need to make sure we're supporting this you know but it that could not, they, they could just pull a battlefield and take money and it's it's ubisoft too ubisoft yeah. especially with its latest um like you said, a front line got canceled after big backlash and stuff like that. Um, which I don't I don't I never played it. I never got to play the beta. Yeah. I watched it. Um, I I I, I thought it had it. a lot of, I thought it had a lot of promise just by watching some of the gameplay. I was definitely looking forward to it. I don't remember why it got backlash in the first place. Because it was a ghost recon title and is that why it just has the name people, Ghost Recon? Yeah, I mean really people wanted to people, you know. If you're gonna make a ghost recon, look at the ghost recon that's history true. of games, the, and it's that's kind of true. Yeah, you're right. sort of like throw in a Tom Clancy ghost recon in there. It's like with uh, X Defiant, exactly same yeah. the same backlash. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, the same back. And it's weird though, because like my my perfect game that I would play forever would be over first, and over again a first person uh, ghost recon um, Wildlands slash Breakpoint. Like they do the, I think Wildlands has a mod that someone did on PC for first person. Like, give me that, and I'll just be happy. You know what I mean? So yeah, I, I oh, think you're it's talking cool about that, um, you're talking about cool Beef with his like uh, yeah, first whatever, person whatever stuff, it was. Yeah. yeah, I can't remember who it was, but I think it's a good thing to see that they're like branching out a little bit recently from their typical products. That they oh, you're do about the first person mod in general. Yeah. The first person mod, yeah. I mean, the first person mod in general looks cool. So again, so going back to Far Cry's, you know, extraction shooter, I think it's what we saw with X Defiant and what we saw with Frontlines. You know, they're trying new things. Um, so I'm, I, I you know definitely what? want I, to see it come. I just made a video about like why people like love and hate. I took a Stalker Anomaly, for instance, but I realized that argument transfers to a lot of extraction games because a lot of those games are very niche 
very like right, hardcore right. gamers like that that enjoy that one life you know yeah oh i i die I lose everything a lot of people aren't into that as much as they are your casual you know games stuff like that and and, and no fault to their own you know there's definitely that there's a reason why there's multiple game modes for everyone but i don't think it's as sad as it is to say especially for the triple a games and the triple a you know like that's why indie games do it so much better like for extraction shooters than triple a titles because the the profit and the you know the the money just isn't there uh to justify putting that much money into the game in the first place that's why i think even like heartland from the looks of it it looks like a very like compare if i took heartland and then uh, put it right next to the division it looks like a stripped down version of the division mm-hmm. where it, it almost feels like there's like i mean it's different in its own way but it feels like i mean the quality of the graphics almost seems a little bit lower than even the, the division one the division one looks beautiful um still i think to this day and then i look at heartland i'm like eh, you know smaller team probably um it's free to play as well too that's another thing so i think that's kind of the route I don't that's another thing too. Would it be better if this Far Cry extraction game came out as a free to play game? Who knows? <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. I guess, I, it's still way yeah. too early to tell for it's sure. It's way too early, but uh, yeah, again, seeing them try different things I think is good. So hopefully yeah. it's not like they're replacing the next main title Far Cry with an extraction shooter, right? So I think that gives true, them more true. that avoids the conflict the most majority of the combat that we saw with frontline it's like they instead of oh this is we want a ghost recon we want a proper ghost recon title and you're giving us ghost recon battle royale what no one in the community wants right so if they're they're delivering on the next title in the series and also giving you this i think that's a good balance yeah i see that that. should avoid the backlash hopefully so have to wait a year and a half to see (laughs) (laughs) yeah yep um, I don't know. I'm still not 100% convinced anyone will ever perfect the extraction shooter just because uh, of figuring out how the end game works. I don't know. It's that end game. I totally feel it. it you, you can only play that so much to then at what point do you just stop? I did that with Tarkov. Yeah, I'll, I think, and, and this is the perfect segue to our next, uh, our next topic. Talking, it blew your professional, man. You're yeah, good at this. I, I, I saw it coming. I saw um, it coming. Yeah. So just like with Tarkov, it's like it's all about the progression, and then once you progress to the end, then it's like, what the fuck are we doing? And um, wait to the next wipe. Yeah, you wait till it gets deleted again, and that's just a weird thing to me. We've talked about that on the show quite a bit too, which is why initially I was excited for Tarkov Arena. Like I was, because that was one of my favorite parts of Tarkov. It's like after I put a whole bunch of hours into it, and I have enough stuff to buy decent gear, and I go out. You know, it might take 30 minutes for a raid or I have to run around for 20 minutes and get head eyes. Then they get another one and spend like another 10 minutes in my menus, re-gearing up again to go out. But it's like when you get a sick Tarkov gunfight, repositioning, flanking, listening, healing, like it's awesome. It's really awesome. Um, So I was hoping that Tarkov, Tarkov Arena would just take the good parts out of Tarkov and make it all about those really cool gunfights and stuff. But after seeing some of the stuff, I'm not a hundred. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I'm starting to get a little bit of reservations about Tarkov. Love how you're wearing your bear hat too right now. Uh, It's not. It's not Tarkov brand bear. It's just a generic bear. It's it's close enough. 
It's pretty no. much <laughs> not saying. All right, cancel culture. Not saying I condone Russians. I'm just you know, it's just a it's a bear hat. <laughs> I actually got it from Duluth Trading Company. So very Ooh, American. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Ooh, okay, I've heard of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there was Tarkov Arena gameplay at TwitchCon. A lot of it uh, was showcased, and I wanted to talk about it with these guys and you guys watching to see what you all thought of it. Um. Do you want to talk about it generically, or do you want to start with the sketchy clip? We can... So, we can start with the sketchy clip. Let's just get that out of the way, I guess. You want to get it out of the way? All right. The thing, yeah. the thing, <laughs> the thing that caught a lot of uh, attention uh, from that friendly guy posted over on uh, X, that there was a moment where Landmark was fighting in, in this Landmark's awesome player, like probably the best Tarkov player out there. And he's fighting someone in arena, and the guy doesn't even know he's there. And he's fighting Ash IV, who's another really funny guy. And just the desync is incredible. Uh, if you watch both POVs, um, Landmark dumps a whole mag, reloads, and like just dumps a mag, blood everywhere, but nothing happens. And then they go back and show both POVs, and Landmark wasn't even on his screen until later and loses it it's just it's like and you could tell landmark was he's at twitchcon right they're playing so i've heard a couple different takes if they're playing on land or not if this is on land it's really really bad because this mm, it's you, worse you're basically taking all the internet issues out of it right? right um so man i don't know um but if it's not on land then it raises a question why is battle state games always really janky and not playing it on land i don't know why they have to do things like they do um <laughs> But, yeah, it's a wild clip, and it scares the shit out of me. Uh, what do you guys think? Uh, I mean, so, obviously, the clip was like, holy crap, that's bad. But then I, w I went back and watched, like, the full day one tournament that Landmark posted. And, you know, it, you, that's the only really real instance you see of that. Maybe, maybe one, one more that's not quite th this crazy. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. overall, this... If you look at if you look at the whole arena for this one moment, I think it you're it's not Doing yourself a disservice. Yeah, it's not a representation of what the gameplay actually was. But I, you know, I watched that full like hour and a half two hour video, and then I watched the finals yesterday live um, from TwitchCon, and I mean, just you really didn't see much of this. But I mean, that it, it does definitely raise an, an eyebrow as far as is it land or not, and hopefully it's not something that. You see a lot, but the fact that I only this is the worst instance of it. I think Landmark on the stream said like it had happened one other time, but not this crazy. So who knows? Yeah, I don't even know how to explain the fact that it was no visual, no audio, and again, either on land or net code. I don't. It is crazy, but I will say, like I said, I, I was originally like, oh man, Talk Arena sucks. And then I went and I watched the actual gameplay. And then I saw the game modes as well, too, you know, that are coming along with uh, Talk of Arena. And I was like, okay, all right. I mean, it's, God, it's so hard to give the benefit of the doubt to BSG after so long. I mean, I've been playing since like 2016. Um, <laughs> And it's you know it's been a it's been a journey. Um as much and it's like I wanna love Tark Arena. I love the um 
the one life mode i think it definitely adds that like suspensefulness mm-hmm. to it i kind of wish yeah. there was a bit more of an objective though yeah. um you know it's kind of just you die and then that's it next round um i wish there was something even like to give me something to secure or or if it's like capture like the flag but it's like with a briefcase or something like that mm-hmm. i think that would be kind of cool um but I, I will from, say that, no, that watching no. watching Landmark's video, like that last game, they were down, I think. Yeah, I mean, basically it's TDM with a one-life round-based mode. Yeah. But they were down they were down 6-1 and came back and won 7-6. It was wild to watch, for sure. Yeah, and that that's why I love about those one-life game modes because of those, you know, those comebacks, those awesome, like, right. stories and the yeah. experiences. Um, but it's also, like, you have, like, some of the best players... And all of Tarkov all playing arena right now. I want to see what happens when you just put casual arena players and see how that plays out. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking of that as well, too, because it's like, okay, it's landmark. Like, this yeah. guy could jump off a building and headshot someone from across the map on the streets. Um, the also the over the other thing as well, too, especially with that PVE game one as well, too. I know a lot of the people that have been always saying and crying out for just a PVE only mode um now looks like they finally got it with some kind of extraction towards the end from the description of it it's like you fight wave after wave then secure and objective then you gotta leave the area so it's like you kind of have escape from tarkov there um so i'm curious how that's gonna look um but yeah and then it's just and then you have duel which is i would assume one on one on one one versus one so you know one v one me on you know shoreline or something like that i don't know yeah <laughs> whatever <laughs> yeah whatever the maps were also i want to see more maps i want to see more maps i i, I think i want to see i want to see a, oh by different maps i want to see a variation because mm-hmm. it seems like everything that we've seen is very close quarters um uh, which is the point i guess of tarkov arena um but i'm curious to see what else comes up well, but again this is all under the bsg umbrella and it yeah. again like this just doesn't give me the um what's the word the hope the oh my god the word is i don't feel confident the confidence that bs3 is, is gonna uh release arena and it's gonna be hurt because this is on a smaller play test imagine when they open it up to the masses people different uh computers different internet speeds um mm-hmm. i think you're gonna have way more issues than um what you've had at this uh, little event did they even say like when it's launching because usually i mean i mean when they came out with streets streets was like unplayable for a while uh everyone's thinking yeah. december oh wow okay like early december that's very, cl- that's very close that's very yeah. close for and i was for i was hopeful for it um they did talk a little bit early on about how it would have its own server so hopefully help with server performance i was hoping yeah the net code would be better but it's always been in the back of my head Tarkov is such a super, super cool concept, and a lot of the detail that they've added makes it really cool. That's part of it. And yeah. I'm just worried about mm-hmm. how that would mm-hmm. trans over to a competitive game mode, and I, I think some of the detail doesn't really fit a competitive scene. One of the things I saw, so I'm thinking, as a Rainbow Six ranked player, I'm thinking about competitiveness, right? Like, like the competitive integrity yeah. of Arena, because there is a ranked mode, so they're going for that. Mm-hmm. So don't say, it's just for yeah, fun, correct. Crash. No, there's a ranked mode. We sweating, okay? Um, the, <laughs> the first thing is there was an announcer come, like the guy was just yelling like all the time. It was like, funny. I, I don't need that. Kind of funny. I don't need that when I'm trying to listen to what's going on, um, in a competitive shooter. Um, 
just some of the some of the netcode and stuff that's inherent with Tarkov was really annoying. Um, I don't know how it's going to work out with earning rubles and stuff. I feel like someone's going to cheese something somewhere where either that's what I'm worried about too. To get to get an advantage with being able to buy the best kits all the time um, could put somebody at an advantage. I don't know how is that it, will work. How does that work? Because is it vice versa where if you play standard Tarkov, I think it, it comes you out can of your take that credits, or is I think it, it the comes out of your way where if you play arena. Yeah. I think it goes both ways. It just comes out of your overall ruble pile. Um, uh, wherever you play, see, and then like you could cheese both. I'm pretty sure someone's gonna find a way to cheese arena, and then I'm pretty sure, especially with that PVE mode, I'm I, like imagine there's a way to like farm, you know, scabs and stuff like yeah. that, or uh, stuff, you know, whatever it is. Um, or uh, or if you play regular Tarkov, there's still ways to make a shit ton of money if you know the spots to go to. Yeah. And then so, you know, yeah, somebody's going to find some and for any, if for, yeah, and for any casual person who just wants to play Talk Arena is going to be on a, at, at an unfair uh, at a disadvantage. Just like the main game. Yeah. I worry it's going to turn into that. Where <laughs> it, if, you don't, if you don't absolutely know life this thing, you're not going to be able to buy enough kits, you know, to keep playing and having fun. Um, exactly. And, and, and you don't know how to, I mean, there is a learning curve and that, that is a big factor about games like this there is that really big steep learning curve but i also don't want to have i think you, you were saying it on a Friday stream like i don't want a, a spreadsheet of 75 different ak rounds <laughs> just to figure out which one's yeah. the best right you right. know and, and that's different, what what medicals uh item does what you know everyone's stimming uh during the fights and stuff like that healing up stuff like that um someone can use a freaking propital and stuff like that and also have an advantage over someone who has like uh, how do I bandage my my left arm? It's bleeding. Yeah. It's black. What do you? What do I do? Where's my serve yeah. twelve? Like you know, what is what is a, what is a serve twelve? It's just, dude. But that's the fun part about learning. That's the that was the fun part about that's learning the that fun game. Part, I but watched I like, like that in the beginning before it's it's gotten way too complicated yeah. now. Back back in like the early days of Tarkov, when no one knew anything, there wasn't like walkthroughs there wasn't like excel spreadsheets there wasn't like everyone was on that same playing field of like trying to figure out as you went along and then now it, it's gotten so complicated that's why i stopped like 2018 it's gotten yeah. so complicated to the point where it's yeah. not fun for the new amount players. of stems the amount of stems and stuff got like because I, I started playing very early like january 2020 is when i started playing mm -hmm. um and at that like that i thought it was still like you know it was still really fun to learn new player all that stuff but uh, you know then then yeah there's there's a ton of stems and stuff like that uh, so i can definitely see there's a lot there but uh, yeah who, who knows i don't i don't know the right i answer. think it should be a separate inventory system or a separate money system Per but game, it, I don't think it yeah, should maybe. switch but, over. But regardless, like for for arena, I don't know how much. I mean, I saw landmark stimming and stuff, and they have they have pre built classes. I don't know if they were doing if you will be able to do like customized classes. They had like different classes for like um, CQC long range. Yeah, they had you can choose like if you're stuff, CQC, yeah. you can only choose like SMGs and you know smaller yeah, compact X weapons. Amount of stuff and like you know three hundred blackouts. Uh, yeah, axes. So they had all the pre-built classes, which was really cool. And he was running a good variety of stuff. But I mean, I was watching that video. He did say, he's like, what kind of rounds is this taking? And he, he was like, he figured it out. He was like, you got to inspect on the class and whatever. It'll show what kind of rounds. 
Yeah, exactly. So Someone's just like, using BS ammo or someone it. using AP, you know. Like. Yeah, it's still because But again, at least you have the ability to like choose the class you want ammo. You know what I mean? Not like you're forced to use something that you found. You, you have you're you're looking at it at the beginning. However, if you're a new player, there needs to be something there. It's like seven N P seven is a good ammo. Exactly. You know I mean? Yeah. Oh, and it's like if you board and most most of the Tarkov community. It's fucking toxic. They'll probably just say, get good, learn the game, scrub, you know, stuff like that. Like, that's not the point. Well, it depends on, it really depends on who, because I mean, this is a paid game, right? So it depends on who they're trying to appeal to. I mean, your, your, your Tarkov audience is you know going price to play for Arena? Are you trying to bring in new players from other communities? I'm sure there's some level of that, which oh, is why. I can look. Yeah, I don't know what that, the price that's a, I think that's another factor as well, too. Also, yeah, the rounds go super quick. Yeah, they're fast. Sometimes as well, too. Sometimes, they were really yeah, fast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Was, it's either, it's either you had some really good, yeah. like, uh, you know, angles that they were holding and stuff like that, you know, where, uh, who's the, 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 was it the female on Landmark's team? I forgot who it was. I was watching something. Emma Miss, or M something? Yeah, Miss Dunk? Yeah, something. Oh, Miss Dunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like, the way they were communicating, like, you could tell they're Tarkov veterans. But it was, it was, it, I, I will say this from, of viewers standpoint i enjoyed watching it i thought it was very entertaining to watch it i don't know how it's going to feel for a casual player playing it or someone who doesn't i mean i don't know we'll see but to to go on the flip side devil's advocate whatever you want to call it argue for the sake of we're doing a podcast the other thing if you look at the upside (laughs) for a new player is at least they're going to get some combat experience in tarkov so they're going to get that's a good thing too yeah yeah they're going to get practice yeah, training reps yeah because because right now you know you can run around on shoreline you might get in a gunfight you might get domed from the tower up on top of the hill and you don't even know <laughs> yeah what happens, so for so. some guy just trying to get that last uh freaking player headshot and that's what yeah. was cool Two thousand meters. that's what was cool it's like because you know like, like you said earlier crash the firefights in tarkov when you're in a good gunfight and i and i said it earlier too it's like when you're Dude, in your heart well, your heart, dude, I, there was a couple of times I'm like, shit, I'm like in a gunfight, I'm like freaking out. I'm like, am I going to be okay? Like, I'm, am I physically as a person making it through this gunfight? You know what I mean? And that's how insane it gets because they're so rare to have good gunfights because like you said, Crash, you usually just like get one tapped by a scab or whatever. So yeah, to see this here, and again, it was really cool to see like Landmark and the other players and the spectators, how skilled they are on the gunfights and like what you can expect to see. It definitely takes... Yeah, one of the better parts of Tarkov, and makes it a consistent thing. Which I think, you know, that's 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 fun. You don't need to be like, oh crap, I died. I'm out of weapons. Let me go try and loot for six hours to get some stuff for level. I gotta play Tetris to get yeah, all my stuff. Yeah, yeah spend like an hour in the stash and then wait for the queue and yeah. then run around. I'm also and curious, like, yeah, yeah, is there stats like recoil stats and stuff like that? Uh, there is in the main you game. Build up, you could build up in the main game. Yeah, no, I'm talking oh, about you're talking in, uh, the software. Well, yeah. well, these are cut. I don't know if there's going to be make your own class. Yeah, at least I, I mean they had the default classes, but if if you're able to inspect the ammo type, there has to be stats. There must be stats for the weapon, right? Because look at you're you're still running attachments on the build. Like right here, he's running a Mark 17 in this clip that that's on screen. So. And there was, I saw some people running some DSA 58s with drum mags. Like there has to be recoil stats because you're not going to pick those 
not knowing how crazy the recoil is. Yeah, but right? is it like a set recoil? You know, that's are what you I talking, wonder. If, are you talking about like uh, your strength rating and stuff like that? Like yeah. your character strength and stuff? That's, oh. yeah, I can't remember. if I, I thought I remember him saying, because I remember bitching about it. Um, I thought they said that the skills will transfer. Like, so if you play a lot of the so, main game. I thought so too, yeah. So if you guys don't know, in Tarkov, um, the more like running you do when you're heavy, the more shooting you do, you learn skills. You have like an SMG skill rating. You also have a strength rating, which is what most people are talking about. And if your strength rating is higher, you're better at recoil control. So yeah, yeah. So so there is a world where potentially if someone grinds the main game and they'll have an advantage when they come over here uh, because they'll have you know a a laser easier beam. recoil than someone who's mm. new, which is kind of shitty, but. For a competitive game. I hope game. that's not the case. Hope, yeah. For a competitive game, yeah. But I, did I really see, hope that's not the case. Um, I looked it up. I think it's $35 for this. Um, if you own the EOD, you get <laughs> it for free included. Um, free, so I'll, yeah. I'll have it to play. Same, yeah, not, same. So that's, I don't bad. need to play anything for it. I'll definitely try it. Assuming yeah, we, might, I, but we might need to have our, um, our inflatable hot tub pool party stream first to build me that PC before I can run it. But after that, I'm gonna be all after in. deal yeah i'm locked in <laughs> i like the uh i do i just from like a uh cosmetic and like immersion standpoint i like the like intros of like the arena for all of them like the yeah, little like yeah. you know like for this one on the with the little like airplane in the middle like the bus door opens or then you got like the metal grades or the yeah you know, i like that, that cool. too in, in the commentary like if you guys haven't watched it definitely check out landmark's channel and i'm sure other creators uploaded their stuff too but the right now it's just like I don't know if they're going to put English voiceover, but it's just Russian. Probably just Russian. Like, announcer, yeah. which, uh, you know, I don't know what the heck he's saying, but it sounds super cool. It's, just like, it's more like a, <laughs> from like a lore perspective, I could just imagine like you're just setting these guys up in like a gladiator arena. Yeah. Just, and yeah. then the announcer is like, oh, he just got shot in the face. Like, like it's, it's just, yeah, it's super it's cool. Almost, it it's almost awesome. cartoonish, like 80s, you know. I'm really I, I curious know. what he's saying. I need, I need like a, I need to put on like, I need the they transcript or something those, about um, what the guy. They have says. like apparently um headphones that like auto translate for you in your ear. There's like a yeah. I'm just curious what he's here. saying because he's announcing like on deaths and stuff like that, and I, mm -hmm. like that's cool mm -hmm. because you know it, it adds another element to the game, especially with the with the the commentating going. I don't know if that'll be something you can toggle on and off. But one thing I did notice also, and that landmark commented on, it's like you can't really hear footsteps. <laughs> of other players well. because of the announcer it, I right that. i don't know no like even when the guy's just not in general talking, like i don't know really if it's a little quiet footsteps. maybe yeah you can hear your footsteps but like watching him play and he commented on it a couple times like you don't really hear i never heard anybody else they like, might have turned wonder, it down it almost they might have honest, yeah. if, maybe but it, like i'm curious it was basically based on arc of arena is it still is it running off the latest tarkov engine right now or is it like we a have, different one that they worked on as well too we have no idea into that i mean they could balance footsteps different footsteps differently too because i mean it's technically a separate game so they could make footsteps quieter the footsteps can get, i remember when they when they did that sound overhaul um back in like what 2018 i think something like they've that. done and several then it was, of them <laughs> yeah, yeah so but like the main one that ever uh, the first one they ever did, I think, the first main one they did, the, the footsteps were way too loud. Like, I knew where you were going, like, especially on Factory, I knew from across the map where you were just based off your footsteps of you sprinting. <laughs> yeah. You know? 
So it was pretty bad. So I'm curious, like, what level of engine this is, what well, version. There's no know. footsteps here, so you don't need to worry about <laughs> Probably that. Probably the oldest one, you know? And <laughs> Or maybe they just tune it down. Because, I mean, think about it. You're in a you're in a smaller contained area. I guess you don't need too you really, much. You really don't want. I mean, I'm sure there's footsteps. And also you need to From keep in mind. From a perspective, you know? You also need to keep in mind, like, they're at TwitchCon. You know, so not only, I mean, yeah, they have headphones, but the noise is going to be crazy regardless. So it's probably hard to hear just, things. Hold on. Did I just see that around the screen? Did he lose minus 50,000 rubles or he gained 50,000? I think he lost because they lost the match, so he lost what he bought. Yeah. And he didn't gain any because I saw one match he gained like 180,000 or something when he when their team won. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, and then there's the... Uh, it, the that operate. reminds me a little Here's bit the weapons, of... Yeah. Yeah, hunt again as well too of like buying operators, and if you die, you lose it, you know. But again, uh, leveling up skill trees, skill perks. Like I really think I hope that's not a part of the game. Um, and then clearly, again, if you have a a, a good main game uh, wealth, you're good for a Tarkov arena. Like forty five thousand is nothing to you for some people. You want my honest opinion? Uh, uh, mm. Here's what I think is going to happen. I think right. for me, it's going to be a microcosm <laughs> of Tarkov the game. I think I'm going to go on the same roller coaster. I'm going to get into it and play it, and I'm going to be like, this is fucking sweet. I'm going to be like, this is so cool. And then once I get better at it and understand it more, I'm going to start to see the glaring issues and also the weird design choices that Battlestate Games makes. And the more hours I put into it, the more it's going to irritate me. And it's going to irritate me. It's going to irritate me. (laughs) Until eventually I'm done. You're back on siege. (laughs) I can see that Uh, happening. I bet I think it's really cool at first. Like the first first show we do after, I'm going to be like, dude, Arena's so badass. Don't, I'm, I'm never played now. anything else. I mean, yeah. I, I'm probably going to be the same way. Like, that's this is something, you know, I I haven't played Tarkov in a while, but... The honeymoon phase. Yeah, I love... Like I said, I love the firefights in Tarkov. Like, I can just imagine us running... All three of us on a team with whoever else is, like, running this stuff would be so oh, I would. Awesome. Yeah, I know I would have a good time. Because, yeah, again, no I feel like everyone... What. I think there... I mean, especially when the arena comes out, like, they'll probably wipe the you know the the base game probably so i don't know we'll see yeah i think i i know i'll have fun though i just i I just for how long i just know so many people and have had so many friends go through that that just that tarkov cycle man like dude have you played tarkov i'm like yep and and i can just tell how long they've played it by how excited they are it's like we're, oh this is probably your the, second wipe isn't it <laughs> yeah this is my second wipe this game's fucking sweet man and then it's like dude this game it's like oh it's probably about your fifth or sixth wipe on yeah it's i was like, just, i was yeah. once uh, I, I was once uh pmc like you until i took a fucking five five four or five four five to the knee that's that's <laughs> that's so accurate too like i was obsessed with it when i first started playing like for months it was like especially because i started playing january 2020 and then that was right before covid we hit covid and i'd be on every night till like 3 a.m because i'm working from home the next day so i'd be on to like three yeah. or four with a group of five or six guys and we'd just be raiding i just like i i ain't life is tarkov at that moment yeah. and then <laughs> then wipe 
You're wipe, walking around speaking Russian. Wipe. And it's just, <laughs> yeah, and then you got to go do the same missions, and then it, you're just oh, like, uh, and you do some solos and just get domed 300 times in a row and lose all your money. <laughs> yeah, I think it's the, for it's me, like, it's the why, missions. Why am I, why am I doing that? It's like, I, I, can't, do I can't do them again, man. Like, I just can't you, do them again. Tarkov, like, that's the thing is like the full, you know, escape from Tarkov, not arena escape from Tarkov is like, if you want to be good, that's like a full-time job. So arena hopefully well, offers yeah. that more casual. Okay. You know, I haven't played in three days. Let me log on and I'm just going to, you know, have a good time. A right? couple hopefully, games in. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully that's what it is. Instead of like, all right, I need it's wipe. I gotta, I need to grind 52 hours straight to you know be where I need to be. Right. Dude, and that's and that's another Don't thing too. Real quick, because I know we're like we got so many other topics to cover. Um, what was it? The 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 idea of Tarkov when I first heard about it, you know, they were going all on and on about you know mm. finally bringing it to an open world. Yeah. Your hideout would be a thing. Traders would be in certain areas. Like you got to move from place to place. It'll all be connected, and that's like my dream game of like that open world PvP. Um, but I don't think we'll ever see that um, ever, to be honest. Like, I, as much as people will say, like, oh, just they're, they're testing stuff in the background. Like, I don't think BSG's worried about that right now. Yeah. Um, yeah I'm not exactly. sure if Nikita was joking, but in one of the podcasts, I can't, I'm going to butcher this. I'm I saw so you, men- you mentioned that. Yeah. So in one of the podcasts, they did a break and someone asked, when open world win? And Nikita said, it's already close enough to open world. If you want open world, play Final Fantasy or something like that. He said some other MMO. I can't remember what, Dude, what he said. Dude, that's the thing. I fuck it. Uh, I'm so, not a fan of Nikita. No, so, so it, and then a lot of people took that, that they're abandoning that idea. And they're gonna not going to do that before they go to 1.0. So, like, he, he, he's, he's always, like, and he wasn't always like that. I, 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 it, like, I seen the, the progression. Like, he just is on his freaking high horse. That he thinks that Tarkov can do almost no wrong. Yeah, but he. To be, to be fair, it really is, like there is no competitor. To Tarkov. Then that's the that's the sad part. That's the sad part. There is no competitor to Tarkov whatsoever. So yeah. he's able to just and there talk never shit. will be. There never and will. I don't be. think there ever will because no no game wants to again put that time and yeah. energy and money into I, something as big as a project as that. I put that exact same uh, moniker on Siege. Like, no one's ever yeah, going to make yeah. another one because no one wants to go through the shit that they had to go through to make that game. But it's, it's so but it's complicated. Insane. It's insane because, like, it's good. You know, Tarkov, it's it's a great-looking game. The attention to detail is so great. And I've always just thought that's what that was. Those were my hopes with DMZ is, like, man, what if a AAA studio actually invested into, like, competing with Tarkov, right? And, like... But they didn't go all in, though. No. And that's DMZ, the thing is, you know? that's the thing is, like... I don't think you, no matter what you do, like that's, that's just more evidence that you can't compete with yeah. Tarkov because of how detailed yeah. and intricate it is. Like that, this is, we're talking, you, I think it, it launched in like pre, pre alpha, like for early bait, whatever it was, like you said, like 2015, 16, or maybe even 14. Yeah. I remember seeing Frank Dan make yeah. it the first. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's been around, like it's not, you know, it's, it's, it's gone through a lot. You know, no, no triple H studio is going to take on a project that way. Yeah, no, no one's busted onto the market and tried to take them on directly in those like seven or eight years. So, which is sad because like the potential, you know, is there. With like you look at like Call of Duty's engine, like man, could you imagine if it were if Tarkov were if you had like Tarkov on that type of engine would be sick. You know what I mean? So, and you know what? 
and that's another reason why it's like again indie is the way to go like i look at uh, roads of yeah, lost yeah. as yeah. much as it sucks with the, the whole go dot you know re you know changing everything and stuff like that like the the roadmap of like eventually it'll become pvp you die you mm-hmm. lose all your gear and stuff like that like but when is you know it's gonna take forever for that mm-hmm. right Agreed. Should we move on yep. to Star Citizen? Yeah, shoot. Let's do it. We got a lot to cover. I Crap. don't know any of it though. I don't know. Buff, are you familiar with it? Because I'm just I gonna. Have no idea. No idea. I, what's yeah, going no on. idea. I got a list, dude. I There's have a like a lot that happened. I have like nothing. I don't. I don't know anything. So I'm just gonna probably be <laughs> listening to you. I. I don't know. I mean, so. uh you guys have you heard of star citizen like before like you know of it you know it's yeah, a space yeah, yeah. sim yeah so recently there was a citizen con that happened and we knew a lot of stuff was going to happen before then um such as their recent update was uh alpha 3.21 which uh brought in a new ship and people were excited about that new mission stuff like that so that that's all cool and all new fps um areas such as like um there's a planet where now it's like there's different platforms you can go land on exit the ship shoot the bad guys you know get uh get money for that but then uh citizen con happened and that it's been two years i believe because of the pandemic and stuff like that so they've had a lot of time to kind of like get ready for the citizen con and i think and this is my first citizen con that i've paid attention to like i've heard of them before but I always thought it was just a bunch of space nerds in like a convention center, like talking about a game that'll never exist. Um, but now as an actual like player of it and checking it out, CitizenCon happened this weekend. And it was um pretty massive, but I'm also like on the what's the word? I'm very cautious because apparently a lot of people have said they've done this years and years before. They've always put out some of the coolest looking things. And then they go uh-huh. out and then they say, you know, uh, they don't put a release date on anything that then you're waiting another two, three years. So the next citizen con to finally get into it. So, um, that's what I'm like. I'm like very cautious of like getting super hyped as much Sounds as a familiar. lot of this stuff is like, yeah, I mean, there's so many games like that nowadays. <laughs> it's just, but then again, star citizen is on a whole different level, I think because of just the amount of money that's yeah. been behind it the amount of you know mm-hmm. people are spending twenty thousand dollars working 12 jobs having three kids you know just going all out with this game i you know see it dude it's crazy to, to see some of the stuff so um as much as i love what's happening like we got there's like the little things of course you got like new clothing and hair <laughs> physics like little things like that they, they look they look great it looked pretty gonna be wrong but the some of the biggest things was server meshing which was they showcased a quick demo of it. But the thing is, it was like a four-player demo. So it wasn't like on a full scale, like the entire planet full of players. Um, and that's apparently supposed to like alleviate some a lot of the, the server um, bog down and stuff like that. So we'll see when it comes to that. And then, of course, a bunch of like new um, FPS stuff. There's like destructible environments maybe in coming into there's because you have the campaign which is coming out maybe two, three years now. I don't know. We'll see. That's another, that's a whole different, another ball game because <laughs> dude, it's, it's so hard. It's hard to talk about it, but they've showcased so much. 
So, like, you also have, like, a new system that was actually showcased. Like, they showcased this whole new system um, called Pyro, and it's going to be, like, no man's land, you know, gangs versus gangs, um, different, like, FPS moments and stuff like that. The shooting looks great now, especially in their um, single player. Um, and there's even, like, weapon jams as well, too, which could be a cool little mechanic that comes on through. Um, and then base building as well, too. Uh, they showcase some base building. So you're going to have like, you know, frontier bases, farms, probably some mining and ore and stuff like that. Your own little personal hangar they showcase as well, too. You can like load your ship, bring it up, open up the ramp, bring a tank in there, bring a Jeep, whatever Jeez. it is. You can, yeah. it's, it's very intricate, very detailed. But of course, the, the community, the people that were there were like, I'm so glad I was a part of, you know, Starship's community. You know, I'm, I'm glad to be a part of you guys. And then there's the other crowd that's like, this game's a scam. It's never coming out. It's never going to be a thing. You guys are wasting your money. Stop, get off the copium. You know, uh, it's it, it's very divided right now, um, which sucks because I feel like from a new person from the outside looking in, like Chris Roberts is like the main guy behind this. He's the guy that made Wing Commander back in the day. And he's calling squadron 42 which is their like single player campaign mode the wing commander of our generation and wing commander back then was a pretty big deal um when it first came out just like space sim of its kind um i remember that yeah yeah so you know that's a pretty big like thing to say but they did say that their um their squadron 42 game mode which is again like it's got like a star-studded cast gary oldman mark hamill Wow. Mark Strong, Whoa. uh, just he, uh, my gosh, um, the guy who played uh, Indiana Jones's father, um, he's you know in there oh, too. Yeah, wow. I forgot his name. I just Sean saw his Connery? name today, but Sean Connery. No. Sean oh, no, Connery. No, 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 it's not Sean Connery. Sorry, not his dad. It was he, he was uh, he was in the movies, not his dad. It was the other guy. Shoot, not his, not Sean Connery. Um, he was in Indiana Jones. I forgot his name. He had like a little like oh yeah like the little like red fez hat oh yeah i know who you're talking yeah. about now I yeah, don't yeah, yeah yeah he's got like that he's got like accent but he's in it oh, too okay yeah 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 not, not, not any of those um, but that's what phoenix said he's in it you said that all right maybe all right i have to double check but anyways like again star studded cast the facial animations have all been reworked like the amount of like emotion that you can see on someone's face um just in the uh, the cinematic and apparently it's gonna be like super fluid super you know it's almost like it's it's the dream game for a lot of people um especially if they take a lot of these aspects and bring it over to the persistent universe which is like the open world multiplayer version um like everything from like the way the water looks and they and, you know they improved on that they improved on the uh uh what's the word animations and stuff like that they remade a bunch of stuff they they changed up the ui the for the map the player ui ship ui um it's it's a lot that they've done um but i'm curious to see how much longer we have to wait because they showcase all this chris roberts comes onto the stage you know he's crying he's emotional like everyone's standing up round of applause standing ovation stuff like that and but there was no set date again so it's like is it this right, guy cool you say it's future complete and it's yeah. in its polishing phase mm. yeah yeah john reese davies that's his name 
Yeah, he's he's in the it. same guy from um who played in Lord of the Rings. Uh, Isn't Lord of the Rings? Yeah, yeah, he played the um he played the elf. I can't. I can't why am I blanking on his name? Did he? Julian Anderson is in it too, though. Julian Anderson is like a the the a female oh, yeah. captain. Not the elf. He too. played the the uh, God. What am I? What am I doing right now? The 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 dwarf. Yeah, with the axe. That's oh, he did. he did. He yeah. did. Yeah. Oh my God, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, seeing again, Ghibli. especially like the Ghibli, the biggest yeah. thing for Thank me, you. yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy. The biggest thing for me that that I took out of it were, or I guess, biggest things was of course a new pyro system. So it's like the first uh, new system outside of Stanton, which is like the main game now. Um, and the Squadron Forty Two, like all the physics the the way things interact with each other the ai feels like they're it's like what starfield should have been after 25 years of development almost <laughs> it's like yeah it's it's to that point where like the ai seems like it could be an actual player next to you interacting with the world stuff like that so but then there's people um, that think it's a scam because they made billions of dollars and it takes them forever exactly so i don't i mean they're also like I, i'm looking at it from the outside looking in as a new player and the work that they've done from what I've seen is pretty intense, like rebuilding engine at their engine. Like they've gone from the cry engine first to then star engine or they, or I don't know. It's like, there's a big history with that. And they've like made some different technology and stuff like that for it. Um, I wouldn't say it's like from scratch and definitely, you know, built upon um, different things, but um I'm also like again trying not to be like, oh yeah, well then this game is you know perfect, it's ready to go, it's gonna be the, the dream game. It's like it could crash and burn. Like yeah, there yeah. is that possibility that it could just crash yeah. and burn when it comes out. Bugs everywhere. Like th this game is still riddled with bugs. Don't you go you go play Star Citizen right now. It, it is not the experience that they showcased at all at Citizen Con, and it was just a really big moment for um, Star Citizen. I think I was watching Level Cap and salty mike which is another prominent huh. star citizen creator and seen i mean what salty mike cried like emotionally <laughs> like he like physically cried uh and he was saying and he kind of said it like in in a good way where it was like there is like a bunch of stress i guess upon the shoulders of the, a lot of those guys and seeing it kind of get lifted off like you mm -hmm. could see chris roberts get out there again be emotional he can now show you things instead of just talking about it and showing prototypes. Dude. He can now show you stuff. Those graphics are you know? sick, though. Yeah, that's gra really dude, it's so good, so good on that video. I, I would highly recommend you watch that video in its entirety. But it could, it could just be a pre-rendered scam to get billions of dollars. It could, <laughs> it could. I don't work. I don't work for CIG. I don't know. You know. We, got, uh, <laughs> we could we could we could have a battlefield situation where the freaking trailer team is amazing but they don't know how to build a game exactly exactly and that's the thing too i always say if squadron not squad if star citizen is bogged down by server optimization and its bugs and but the content alone the universe the detail is great it just gets bogged down by server optimization and all the bugs because when the game works and I've gotten some into some servers, like there's like a server FPS counter and 30 FPS is where you want, not as in like in game FPS, like you want server FPS to like, like between like that 30. 
the tick rate pretty much yeah and at, when it's at 30 it's a it's a whole different game but it, it normally it's at like three to four sometimes eight if you're lucky Ooh. and the ai just doesn't know what to do you know people are running to each into the into each other's ships people are Jeez. spamming everywhere elevators aren't showing up you know so and then you look at this and it's just like i want that game yeah that's the real, game it I looks want, sweet. you know so Jeez. um that's yeah awesome. and i think Holy that's crap. pretty much kind of all i got again it's like i said it's it's a lot of like it's a lot of little things added up together and again I, i'm pretty sure if i brought in someone who's like a star citizen expert they can go more into detail but i'm still learning the game as well too but you can't at least you can say that whoever the media team is over there is doing a great job <laughs> yeah right <laughs> i'm just that, gonna yeah. wait you can at least say yeah i'm gonna wait until and blue's also, like you gotta play this and then i'll yeah i yeah i'm not saying that now i will say though their arena mode or yeah um which was like their pvp modes their racing mode they have like a tank royale um a couple of us got together and like uh it was on with american riot he got his community and we got some like like uh team-based you know first person shooter stuff like that and there's a part in like there's parts of those maps that you can like jump off the platform and go into space and zero G and then shoot the guys from above or below and stuff like that, you know? Um, and the, the actual like FPS PVP portion of it feels very good in that area. So yeah, uh, I would say that's pretty much it for star citizen. Cause again, it's, we'll keep an eye on it. <laughs> type of nice. deal yeah. uh, it, it's not going to be done for another 10-15 years 10-15 years I mean I dude, okay. I'm not going to say yes or no for that but I could see like at least for like their main campaign because again I think if they're once their campaign story mode is done they could start taking a lot of those assets and stuff like that and then start really, really working on the persistent universe yeah that'd be like I, I'm, I would love to see what like that end product or closer to end product and it's another game too that just doesn't hold your hand as well too so like when i first went in i had no clue how to fly i'm looking at key binds how to heal myself (laughs) during a fight you know i'm running into the ground trying to land my ship not knowing that i accidentally turned off some thrusters that was supposed to be on now i'm just flying around in space endlessly (laughs) um you know i'm on cruise control not realizing crash into it's so like it doesn't hold your hand and you definitely need some people to help you out with but mm-hmm. once you get it and you're able to work cohesively as a team and go bounty hunting against players and um you know sniping from afar i mean they even showcase some like bounty hunting gameplay at at citizen con like you like go up to a player knock him out and you like cuff his ankles and his hands together and he's like tied up and stuff like that so i don't Jeez. know it's and this is gonna be like again peer to peer and stuff like that so well um they did say a lot of stuff will be done by the end of the year but it's not you know i'm not expecting the game to be done by the end of the year so yeah yeah. nice iterative release i'm sure so yeah yeah, it looks insane from an outsider's perspective hopefully they can deliver on it because they're rich (laughs) (laughs) 
They are pretty, oh. they, dude. I mean, I sick wife. Like, if I, I'm actually kind of curious why you're going on to the next thing. Like, where they're at. Do you guys want to do a few quick shots or do you want to table those until next week because the show's going kind of long? Up to you guys. What do you think? Uh, I mean, the only one I had was Silica. I can kind of hold off into that. We'll see. Yeah, I didn't really have any quick shots, so it's a, I'll leave it to you. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, we can we can wait. We none can of mine wait. were pressing. We can table them to next week. We can talk about silica. I'll get, some, I'll get some footage. I'll get some footage of silica that we can play next time. Because sweet the um the stuff that I was gonna talk about, I, I it's like I can't show it right now because yeah. we don't have any footage so. on my list. I think, man, there's a lot of stuff because I had dead drop. I had uh, Vossock put out new stuff. Um, mm-hmm. put out new audio. The Halo BR. Um, silica like that's yeah. a lot. We have a lot um, we of can talk about Halo. Hey, you know what? We can talk about Halo BR real quick, only because I think that's more relevant right now. It won't be relevant next week. I'm okay. not saying it's gonna die next week, but it's definitely like Quick shot! It's right. brand new right now, so Okay. <laughs> we can talk about it super quick. I say um off the rip, if you want to get uh really good information, uh Blackout, friend of the program, he did a really good video on it that talks about all that. He actually got some the people that made it the Forge Fal- Factory, Forge Falcons. Mm-hmm. They uh, the Forge Falcons. Yeah. yeah, they they answered him on some questions. He asked him some questions. Oh, nice. And, and oh, they, sweet. They reached back out to him. So Blackout did an awesome video, um, about it. So yeah, essentially, if you guys don't know, uh, a group of and I learned this from Blackout's video, but he has some more information. You need to go watch it. Um, three three full time people and three part time people in three to four weeks built a full featured Halo Battle Royale in Forge. Um, some of the map is procedurally yeah. generated, which is really cool. Uh, you drop in, it has a gulag, it has objectives you can capture uh, to get loot and stuff. So um, it's in Forge. You can find it in the server browser and play it. Um, it's missing a few things. Some of the things look rudimentary, but they built an entire they built an entire BR map in three to four weeks, guys. So with like three full time. Yeah, that's awesome. It's pretty crazy. So it. It leaves me a lot of questions, um, like why hasn't three four three made a BR? <laughs> what happened to Project Tatanka? Remember, like we were talking yeah, about Project oh, Tatanka, wow, yeah. like they were allegedly supposed to have one. They teased those images of the Spartan dropping down, saying where are we dropping. Like they've teased right, it. I people have that, wanted yeah. it, and finally, these people are just like, "Well, we're gonna make it." So. Um, I worry again, it's something really cool. If this was fully featured and done and promoted, it would probably be insanely popular. Uh-huh. Um, I think we're going to see personally, I think we're going to see the issue that we see with a lot of user generated content and mods. No one's going to know how to find it. The general masses aren't going to take the time to know how to find the server browser in the forge, how to add an experience yeah. and find matches. It's not yeah. very straightforward. You can do it. And it's just a shame because it's pretty cool. I hope and they should be commended. Big content creators talk about how to properly find it like if jack frags makes a video on this is like that the big ones like yeah, that like yeah. mention in the beginning please like all right this is how you go grab it and this is you know this is how you go find it just to help the the masses yeah looking at, looking at you crash you got a big channel okay looking at you what do you mean <laughs> no, I don't. Do you buff's the what big cat buff's, buff's got all the subscribers man <laughs> People love guns, man. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah, me too. Guns. He got me. Um, <laughs> so anyway, that's something to check out. Uh, there should be, 
you should be able there should be some articles and stuff on reddit with how to get into it um but for more information on it check out blackouts videos a really really good place to start he he's he put it some really good information together on it um and hopefully 343 does their own because i think a lot of people would would play it if it was easy to get to yeah oh you want to hear the funds raised for star session real quick yeah oh you know what? i want you guys to guess is this is this crowdfunding or right technically crowdfunded yeah Three hundred thousand. Oh no 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 it was like it was like wasn't it like a hundred million or something <laughs> oh my god i hope it's I more hope the number it's, i'm seeing in chat isn't right someone in chat guessed 560 million Close, uh, six hundred and sixteen million eight hundred thirty-nine thousand four hundred forty-six. What, dude? What the hell? And it's uh four point eight mil over four point eight million players. That's oh fake. God. That number's fake. I don't think it is, man. There's no For way the people that I talk players. to, they've, dude. One person I know has spent at least tw over twenty thousand dollars in this game. I know personally. I can hit him up, but like, hey, it's how much? Telling people how much you spent. He gets a little embarrassed about it. Oh my god! This game Dude, might be nuts. too rich for my blood. It's uh, yeah. There's like no way. Like, I'll just be real with you. PC, it, dude. There's no way I'll ever play this game just because I know how competitive I am, and if I like it, I'll <laughs> I'll just like that'll be that'll be it. I'll just there goes. And that's that's the thing though. You could just play. You could pay forty bucks and be fine. Yeah, you could because you can earn everything in game, every ship, every okay, cosmetic. Okay, so people are weapon. paying for thing up, things up front, then. dude. People are paying for things that haven't even been been built yet, like That's as an wild. actual. Jeez. Like, it's it's wild. a con it's concept art that they're paying for. Yeah, uh, no thanks. It's crazy. I'm like, That's crazy, dude. Like, yeah, I buff, buff gets hooked on it, <laughs> and he's in a laptop in a cardboard box in the alleys where he lives now. <laughs> yeah, spend all his money on Star Citizen. Buff, did you move again? <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, that's crazy, man. That's that's a whole different that's a whole different sphere of gaming that I don't understand. That's why I, I still don't understand it. I, I'm like, dude, I, I gotta go get groceries for the family. How how are you kidding. then again, there's people that I talk to like, oh yeah, I've you know, I've built a business or I've you know, I've gotten like I work this like secret not secret or like super high paying yeah you know, i mean if you're making if you're making like, like a, if you're making like like i make like a quarter dollars mil a year, year if you're making um, like quarter like, mil 250 plus a year i guess i could see myself dropping some you know throwing money around but <laughs> yeah but like to twenty thousand though like that's a nah i mean there's, there's that's a no great down payment on a and, house yeah, on dude, a car I, like, unless i'm making like elon musk money i'm not dropping 20 yeah exactly exactly <laughs> i'm sure someone went broke was it i oh, actually there's a story of someone 100%. actually real quick that that uh got a divorce over it i'm Jeez. sure that's i'm sure that happens all the time <laughs> oh man that's crazy wow. What a anyway, world. But anyway, but yeah, we have some good topics for next week, and then we'll throw um the new Sandstorm update in that mix also. Should be a good one. Wait, there is I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah they, they've been yeah. teasing it, so that's gonna be coming. Um I don't know. I don't think they had a specific date yet, but yeah, new new operation coming, new update, weapons, cosmetics, everything. So that'll be something we'll cover next week. Definitely looks like cool. Yeah. Gotta love that. Yeah, we could this show could have been like 
three hours long. Yeah. Yeah. So next All week, the stuff. Yeah. So next week we'll have dead drop. Um, there's some Vostok improvements with uh, keeping up with the uh, switch over to the Godot engine. Uh, apparently, there's a Sandstorm update coming. Jeez, um, lots of stuff. Silica. Uh, player IGN also leaked a Tencent game. Um, man, there's a lot to talk about. Uh, so next week's show will are, is already pretty full. So it's a great teaser, guys. You should. Uh, yeah, gonna be a good one. You should come back and check it out. Yeah, it's Sandstorm's final update before <laughs> they work on a Tarkov clone. Wouldn't surprise me. Um, I feel like those guys do could it. do one. Yeah, please. Like I'm, I'm for it, man. I love, I love Sandstorm. That game, like Jesus, give me. And especially like come up with. We're still waiting on the next gen update. If that ever happens, with just their next title. So, yeah. That's that. I feel like I NWI sunk, could make that though. Yeah, dude, I sunk. I've I've put a stupid. I know, like I, you know, I play <laughs> COD and DMZ all the time. But the amount of hours I've sunk into Sandstorm is pretty. Dumb. <laughs> yep. So, all, all right. right, guys. Yeah, I think that's a show. We had a that was a lot. There's a lot next week, so stay tuned to the program. Uh, if you guys do want to support it, uh, bring a, uh, be a friend, tell a friend, and bring someone back with you next week to hang out with us while we talk. Uh, appreciate you guys hanging out so much. Everyone downloading it too. Shout out uh, as always, Blue and Buff. Thanks for hanging out with me talking about video games. It's always really fun, and uh, yeah, we already got a pretty good show shaping up for next week. So come on back. See you guys. Absolutely. Take care, guys. Bye. Bye.